Attention, 5-9 Gamers! We are back with another installment of your favorite Dokkan Battle podcast called The Peton Battle Podcast. What? I'm your host, Toonrami. Joining me this week, the part-time stand user and full-time Super Battle Road King, the Mass Ningen. Yo, how's it going, everybody? The professional lover of Kefla, Sly. Woohoo! Our beloved <laughs> Silent Swordsman, Kensei. What's good, everybody? The free-to-play king from down under, Jay Fanta. Glad to be back. And even he doesn't know why he called himself this. Troco. Hello. <laughs> That's all I could come up with. Fair enough. <laughs> Make sure you guys are locked in across all of our social media platforms. Fully connect with the 5.9G network today. Follow us on Twitch, Twitter, subscribe to our YouTube, check out the Discord, the fan page, the Reddit, the website, everything. Make sure you guys are fully linked in. All the links are provided everywhere. And now, without further ado, let's jump into episode 27, the Peton Battle Podcast. So, let's talk about it. Peton Battle is the new game mode that has released on JP. Sadly, Global cannot entertain this new mode just yet, but we do have somebody who has had a decent amount of experience in the game, Jay Fanta. Let's start with so, you. Peton Battle, what do you think of this new game mode? Overall, I can't believe none thoughts? of you have played it. <laughs> you guys are global plebs. Uh, Peton Battle was actually super fun. Um, not because... Of the, like maybe for like the the long time players the rewards aren't the greatest thing in the world but i really had fun with the card collecting aspect of it like mm -hmm. going each and every single day and then just like inserting the card looking at the animations and then just hoping for the one card that you're missing out in the collection book and then when you fill that book up it's so satisfying um you want me to go into everything that's in pets on battle <laughs> yeah, I mean, go, whatever, whatever you want to talk about, go ahead. All right, if so else wants to jump in. Go ahead too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if you guys don't know, don't know what Petsum Battle is, it's pretty much just the Legends adventure system, an idle AFK farming thing where you have four choices: uh, Zenny, Orbs, uh, Basic Awakening Medals, and what am I missing? Um, Whatever, right? Training so, items. Training, training items. items. Yes, that one. Training <laughs> items. Yep. Training and items. within those four categories, <laughs> there is uh, a different amount of difficulty. And then each difficulty, the higher it is, the more rewards you'll get, pretty much. Uh, like I said before, the rewards aren't the greatest, but for what an idle system is, it's definitely worth doing. Uh, unfortunately, is it like seven days, the whole thing? Well, that was uh, going to be the next thing. We we initially thought this was going to be a permanent fixture in Dokkan, but this is a seasonal thing, right? Yep. So, yeah, yep. something, some, yeah, expires. And unfortunately, that's that's really weird because it, it can definitely be a permanent game mode. Uh, but hopefully it comes back like it has a break for one week and then comes back the next week. Just so, to add more ca cards or something. That'd be cool. Do you, do you feel like this is a good approach? Anyone can answer this. Do you feel like this is a good approach for Dokkan to introduce very unique game modes like this that are only temporary in nature, where they come and go, allowing room for other events to come in? So when Chain Battle is not a thing, Peton Battle jumps in. When Peton Battle isn't a thing, World Tournament's going on. Does that keep the game fresh to an extent, or do you feel like that's kind of a cop-out? Uh, um, nah. I, I no. don't think it's like an individual game mode, but it's a nice thing for you know people just log in daily which yeah, is one of their you know. main goals mm -hmm. yeah 
Um, I think it's fine because even something like World Tournament, you know, everyone does not like the World Tournament. Um, I like but it. for something like Peton Battle, like it's an AFK thing. Like you can do it. You load it up. You go on your adventures, and then you just do whatever you have to do in the game, and you can close the game. When they were done, you can come back. So, honestly, no, it doesn't really feel like a unnecessary hassle or like a burden. Like, oh, I gotta log in yeah. like every four seconds. Uh, but Tom Battle just feels that um, you know, like you're able to play the game when you're not playing it. Like that's how it was marketed. So something like Orbs, where you know, obviously you can load it up, AFK, turn the game off, and go about doing whatever else. So orbs is obviously the hot commodity that everybody would want in theory, right? Like there's no mm -hmm. reason to play Peton without farming orbs in mind, right? Like you don't need yeah. Yeah. you can do that yeah, in EZA. You don't need training yeah. items, just play the game. Mm -hmm. So based on the amount you get back, um, is it worth is, is it worth the investment, that the time in doing Peton? Are you getting enough to, for it to be worth it? Well, I mean, it's not I think really a worth, is it? Yeah, you it's just, just add addition. Then... Yeah. Yeah, wait for it to be done. So, I mean, yeah, any other way to get orbs, I think, is... Uh, is the payout worth it, though? Way. Like, are you actually getting a decent amount in return after sending out your, your units on patrol or whatever for, like, eight hours, ten hours? I mean, I guess because you don't have to actively do anything other than remember to set it to go. Any amount that it gives you is better than nothing because it's generally while you're not playing the game. But obviously mm -hmm. it'd be nice if it was a solid amount, but... Even if it was very small, you are essentially farming it without actually doing anything. So it's pretty cool. cool. Thing is, like, if the more cards you put into the battle, the quicker it can go. So you can get, I don't know, I forget what uh, super difficulty he gives, but just say it's like 10 large orbs. I mean, you can make that into an hour if you put enough cards into it. So you don't have to wait for like a whole day. You can make it just to an hour, come back, get some more cards, and then redo the thing. It could be like the thing that gets you to 100%, which is kind of nice. Yeah. I mean, 10 large orbs of any typing is fantastic. It's only like, what, like 100 something for a rainbow unit, I think? Troco, is this mode exactly what you expected it would be? Did it overperform or underperform for you? Uh, it's about what I expected. I thought the rewards, at least for Zenny wise, would be more. I get orbs being as limited as they are, but Zenny is like, what, 10, 30k, something like that? It's like really small, not that you should really be farming over orbs anyways, but I don't know. The rewards could have been better, like in Legends, when you compare it to Legends, rewards in Legends are pretty great for the same thing. Of course, you get to log in Legends a lot more for their adventures when they have a... I guess Legends is also seasonal in the same way of different adventure types for different rewards going on at the time. I, I just expected a bit more in terms of rewards, like what Legends does in terms of uh, tickets and stuff like that. I mean, I also expect, like, this is the first time they've ever, like, done this and they've, like, dabbled with it. So, like, obviously, like, the first time isn't going to be the most perfect run, obviously. They're going to get the feedback, be like, okay, should we increase it? Like, let's see what we can fix. Let's listen to community feedback. And then they would just go from there. So it's possible that they can increase the rewards that you get. Do you feel like this game mode adds more intrigue to the game where a new player, a casual player who's just stepping into Dokkan thinks, okay, you know what? This game has the legs to keep me engaged for a long time. Or do you feel like this is just a very minor addition to essentially the same core gameplay? Honestly, I think it does help newer players because like considering the game is six years old, 
and any new player can look at this and feel a little overwhelmed of like the stuff that they would need and stuff so anything to help out new players is always a good thing especially on a game that's six years old and it can feel like it's a very large uphill battle that they got to climb to catch up so anything to help newer players is always a good thing yep pretty much yeah like the the resources that you get can be very helpful early game and I think that overall makes the experience just a little bit better for a new, uh, newer player. Is this what they were what they were promising during that? Was it what was it the the V Jump Day or was it during the the Dragon Ball Battle Hour where they were promising something for Dokkan players that veteran players would enjoy and also would make new players have an easier time to step into? Was this that thing that they promised or was this something different? So do you feel like there's something else on the horizon? Or was, was that update Z or? I yeah, update Z. I'm trying to remember feeling... exactly how they worded it. Ningen, do you remember? I don't know. I think they said that about version Z, but we still yeah. don't really yeah. know what that is. But... I, I don't expect version Z for like another few months at least. So it's possible that still brings what they were talking about. So do you think like after this, the next groundbreaking addition to Dokkan, is, is it going to be something worth the wait, or is it going to be kind of along the same lines? Like, it's a palate cleanser, it's something that kind of, you know, keeps things fresh, but it's not too different, where it's like, you know, stop everything and play it. I mean, I, sure I, mean, I think I think we could expect something pretty massive, because if you think for, especially for people that have been playing it for a long time, regardless of what you think about the fact that they don't link, like, the name change thing is a pretty massive change to the game. Yep. But they didn't they didn't advertise it as a massive change it's just something that they did and then they said oh and we're going to bring out a massive update soon so if they don't consider like changing the same name thing a massive update but version z is going to be then yeah it could be potentially anything like it could be crazy in scope all right well let's move on to the next topic while we're on the subject of something new jp got something new recently a lot of the JP players are pretty happy about this. They finally got subscriptions. And Yay. I mean, there's no reason to be upset about this, right? Like mm -hmm. it's this is the the only thing that you could ask as a result of JP getting subscriptions is what took them so long, right? So, mm -hmm. let's let's open it up. Anyone have any thoughts on the fact that JP is closing that gap on the differences between global and JP? The fact that they're now getting the, the the paid subscription service with stones i think it's um, a good thing how many how much do you get like for that ten dollar subscription thing i didn't uh, what was it like 50 i think so, so if i remember correctly yeah. i think it's for yeah. for about nine dollars you're getting 50 stones in 15 days days yep okay right. yeah if for ten dollars you get a multi that's that's what every pain player wants right like granted you gotta wait two weeks but you'll live two weeks i hope I just don't understand why there's so much hate about it, especially on the global side. Global still has the better deal. All Pretty this does is enhances yeah. the GP well, experience. It's not anything new. I think it's because of the global players, because they think like this is like a global exclusive thing only, and it's like it's like taking something from global players and just giving uh, giving to them to the to the GP players. And honestly, it's not that bad. So JP players getting this is actually really good for both sides because yeah. now. It's indicating for whales to pretty much either for whales mm -hmm. for, for players to buy this pack. Honestly, like, yeah, who cares? Honestly, it's fine that the JP is, is getting this global exclusive thing because now 
uh because now you can save now and i don't know why people are complaining about it so it's like because like let's say if we're getting a, a global first so like uh unit here and then people are, are, are going to complain about it later on on jp saying well why is jp getting this this unit like a, a month earlier than thing like afterwards this unit just came out so it's like it doesn't matter it's like the same game they're both the exact game they can do whatever they want with it with it so honestly <laughs> i don't know why uh the the, the, gold, the gold players are complaining about this because i don't know because to me J the gold players think that the jp players are like the golden child or the, or like the golden uh, version of the game is like the jp should be like this and this and this and that so i don't know it's just so obvious to me like the gold players are just hating on jp for no reason i think it's that typical thing where it's like the vocal minority it's the, the people that you always see complaining on twitter yeah, exactly, about everything yeah. it's the fragile players that hold on so desperately to this idea that they have to argue that their version that they chose to play for whatever reason is better than the other version when it really doesn't matter and we did a video about it for the channel and i said the same thing so it's all i'll say here since i have said it before but if you love dokon you play dokon you want it to succeed then good things happening on either yeah. version is good overall for everyone yeah so not only that i think ningen you made a point on twitter um at some point the, the overall enjoyment of the game also, it depends on your own preferences. Just because JP is getting this paid subscription service doesn't mean you should move to JP. If you still enjoy playing the game and consuming it in the language that you understand, that supersedes mm -hmm. all of this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So like mm -hmm. people still have an enjoyable experience on Global when it comes to playing the game because they actually understand what the heck is going on. People don't yeah. realize that. People kind of take that yeah, for granted, I feel like. That's the main mm -hmm. reason why I still play Global. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I thought it was going to be really obvious, like, not to, you know, shill my own stuff here, but I posted a poll and then made a video about, I asked people, if you could switch your account over to JP mm -hmm. and keep everything the same, so you got to keep all your stuff, because I know that's a big reason, because a lot of people like me started Global without even knowing there was a JP, and by the time we kind of found out the situation knowing that there was now this other version that was way ahead i was already too heavily invested with my account to like give it up and start yeah again. same here as well. um, and i really thought a lot of people when you see how vocally some people complain about global on like on social media um mm -hmm. i thought it would be a landslide that people would want to switch and um it got quite a few hundred votes and the no one like people would stay on jp uh, on global sorry and one of the main reasons that people gave was the language barrier so it is a massive thing for a lot of people all right let me let me throw you a little conspiracy theory on you guys so i i've mentioned this a couple of times now the fact that global and jp had a very distinguishable difference in the fact that the pilafs trove was the thing on global but not on jp the fact that that line is starting to blur now that JP has the subscription service, the fact that JP has had special tickets, you know, for, for certain situations, I'm I'm kind of seeing this as they're starting to get on the same wavelength in terms of all of the other things aside from the core gameplay that they do. Could mm -hmm. this potentially mean that at some point Global and JP now have a more realistic way of synchronizing and getting on the same timeline because of the fact that now both versions could potentially have the same features outside of the actual gameplay, like paid subscriptions, ticket summons, discounts, and all that. Do you think that could be... Do you think that this is sort of a step in that direction, or am I completely reaching for nothing? Um, 
I mean, I'm not gonna completely shoot it down of them synchronizing, but at the same time, if you think about it, of like what it would take for them to synchronize being six months behind, the amount of content that they would have to do on global to speed it up and rush it out just does not seem healthy. Wouldn't that be like uh, the Grand Cross situation? Yes. Like there's like they even mentioned like, hey, we're gonna synchronize eventually, and D and if you think about it for Dokkan that's six years old, uh, like the amount of stuff like people on global like who have the foresight and stuff and be like, okay, so there's this banner, this banner, this banner, this banner. I want to summon on this one and this one, and then I want to save for X amount of time until this massive celebration. Global would no longer be able to do that, and it just would not in my opinion would not be healthy for the player base and probably a lot of people would be angry and maybe quit the game the th the only thing is now we're getting like closer it's one of those things with all the updates and big changes that have been happening lately um mm -hmm. i used to think at least a year or so ago that it was probably just never going to happen and we're getting closer and closer to seeing that potential because if you think about where the timelines are now for both versions um apart from we got Janemba and PyCon, and then Goten and Trunks. And then other than yeah. the anniversary, we're basically caught up. Basically, so yeah. technically, it means they would have to like stall on JP, which they probably wouldn't want to do. But if we had, I mean, I doubt this is going to happen. But say, for example, the next Dokon Fest could be the Janemba and PyCon dual Dokon Fest. Because Saiyan Day ends in, what, like four or five days? And then yeah. after that, they do the go to the and trunks <laughs> then it's july and it's our anniversary and then yeah both the versions are practically in line the only problem is it means on jp for like a month and a half they just have to do like re-releasing those like legendary summon banners or some weird stuff which i guess people probably wouldn't be a huge fan of but and that would just be bad for the game yeah if they yeah, just definitely. stalled slightly on jp and yeah. but then so they could kick into they'd be going from the global anniversary straight into some like massive celebration that was themed around the fact that the games are both lined up now and i imagine that celebration would do pretty crazy a solution could be like closing like shortening a celebrations date but like even just like one day and then you can think of it long term and like maybe like in a year or two then they can eventually sync up and it wouldn't really remove like the issue of releasing um things too early just like one day is like big enough to bring it back to maybe sync them up together and in mm. i think because dorgan's like a pve game it's not that big of an issue anyway other than like you know being poor and not being able to because <laughs> <able to> <laughs> well, then it would just be it would be the same situation that is like we mentioned it before and to bring it up again it would be the same situation as grand cross because a lot yeah. of people unless you're pay to play or whatever if they decided to drop the goten and trunks dokon fest in like two weeks and only make it like a two-week celebration and then go straight into janemba and pycon most people are going to skip goten and trunks anyway yeah so for sure. it's kind of like you said they could shorten each celebration but rather than like a day some of these celebrations that are kind of dead that are just like a dokon fest and then a week later we get an easy a just cut those celebrations short by like a whole week um because yeah. it's a banner that a lot of people are going to skip anyway most people care about doing the easy a that comes with it to get the 33 yeah. stones um so then yeah if another dokon fest is dropping in like two weeks time 
a lot of people weren't going to bother summoning on that first one anyway. So mm -hmm. they could shorten the celebrations significantly. Then they wouldn't have to stall JP very long. Because a lot of people are already saying they're going to skip like Janemba and Pycon as well. So we've got two Dokon Fests left to go that JP has had that Global hasn't had. And most people don't want to summon on either of them anyway. Yeah. I think another problem is that they've demonstrated on Global that they're just not the most quick to respond to situations. That, and apparently, I, I don't know if it was... I, I don't want to put words in people's mouths, but some people have said that, like, their global team, their global management is just generally on the slower side, not quite up to par. So it would probably require a much more hands-on approach and a much more active global team to really keep up and keep up with the updates and the management of all the rollouts, which would mm -hmm. probably be extra work that they maybe don't want to put in. So as, as good as this sounds, and as realistic as this may be good sound, I feel like logistically for them, I don't think that they want to throw on that additional workload, maybe. I don't think that either. Uh, two things. One, they've gone six years without doing it. I really don't think they plan on doing it. And something people tend to forget when talking about global is it's not just English. They have to localize their game too. Every time a new unit or event comes out, it's every language around because every game gets the updates at the same time with what no matter what yeah. uh, language you're playing they have to localize at the exact same time as japan and i don't think unless Good they want to up their team they can do that yeah it's mm -hmm. food for thought right it's not yeah. like it's not like we're saying oh it's gonna happen oh i tune thinks it's gonna happen no it's just you know interesting conversation yeah, like just to reiterate like you even said it's like just a conspiracy theory to throw yeah. out there Honestly, well, at this point, I like the way this. Yeah, I mean, all I would yeah, say same. is, whilst I, I used to think it was never going to happen, now I think it maybe could, but I still don't expect it to necessarily happen anytime soon. But with some of the stuff that's been going on lately, I feel like nothing is off the table at this I point. I want these fools on JP to do the dirty work and learn how these modes work so that I can swoop in, get all the optimal rewards they want. <laughs> that, that's, that's how it goes. <laughs> yeah, awesome. basically. Y'all do the work so we don't have to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Broly, let's talk about it. The LR EZA Broly, the first pay-to-play summonable unit on Global getting an EZA. Mm -hmm. Second LR EZA summonable overall on JP. Mm -hmm. Both sides are getting this massive, massive upgrade, and he totally delivers on the hype. What are your guys' thoughts on the LR EZA Broly? He got that defense you needed. He's so yeah. good. <laughs> He's so yeah, he's good, for sure. He's broken, man. Yeah. He's he's easily top ten in the entire game. Easily. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Easily. It's just a shame that obviously we uh, didn't get the same name update at the same time. Yeah. Uh, yes. That too as well. Yeah. Especially after summoning for <laughs> the Int Broly, yep. not being able to run them something... at the same time, it's it's, it's a sucker punch to the Yuhus. <laughs> Because that's something that could be interesting for the future. Deter depending on how long that update comes to global, that could affect like these kind of celebrations. Uh, like the I guess there's not them? a lot of ones that happen at the same time. But like if they're going to start doing that now, where we're getting a, a new Dokonfest unit and a unit is getting an EZA, but they both have the same name, then obviously that makes that slightly less valuable until we actually get that update. So, yeah. And like... The, the issue you just mentioned for like global not having the same name up a day like i said it like before in like a past podcast it's like even if you're not going to sync up the versions for like hey banner on the 
uh, in the game on each version at the exact same time, at least have the quality of life updates be at the exact same time. Like, please. Do you feel like with the upcoming world tournaments, there's actually going to be a substantial change in the landscape of the world tournament in terms of rankings? Because this Broly really changes how you approach the world tournament, which is yeah. honestly the, the main thing that he was used for initially, right? So with yes. the ability to now stack attack and defense, do even more damage, do you feel like the world tournament, this next world tournament is going to have a drastic change in terms of how people rank up? Um, obviously, I, like we don't have access to like how many people play the world tournament, like exactly how many. But I have a feeling that they might see an increase in players in the world tournament, so they can see like how their Broly does now, because mm -hmm. they're like, oh, an old unit that was good, pretty much specifically for this mode, just got injected with an easy a and it's like hey now he's buffed does well in esbr and sbr now and other things and where he shown uh shined in world tournament is like now let's see what he can really do because i can tell you from from first-hand experience the first world tournament that we had post pandemic oh yeah <laughs> the it was the craziest shift in activity i've ever felt when doing the world tournament usually like when i'm progressing through the ranks i can see how fast i'm jumping past certain ranks the the growth in which i was ascending up the ranks was so much slower it was actually quite quite insane like how many people were actually participating do you feel yeah. like something to that effect is probably going to happen on this next one or do you think it's going to be a little more toned down i think so because while it is an old toy it's a it's still technically a new toy yeah a new much. toy yeah yeah it's like it's like getting an iphone every year that's what it is pretty much it's the same thing but better i guess the rankings might be absurdly high now yes. just yeah. because it's way optimized with brawly mm -hmm. as well so if you don't have brawly good luck getting that first local i mean especially yeah, on, especially with jp with how competitive they are that's good luck if you actually try you Joker, were gonna have you ever be... tried on a world tournament? Yeah. Um, I also got was, I think, top 50 for uh, on Global once, and I decided oh, for never again. Yeah. Hey. For a physical cheat sheet, because I figured it'd be an easy one, and I wanted to get top 50 at some point. Oh, physical cheat sheet. That was the first world tournament I ever did. Yeah, that was a world mistake. Don't do world tournament. I don't think Broly's going to change it a ton. I think Broly will affect it actually pretty little in terms of like actual high ranks. I think more people will be in there. Yeah. Post-pandemic, yeah, a lot of people had sure. more free time. People are going to take Broly in the World Tournament and be like, huh, yeah, this is World Tournament, and stop doing World Tournament. Yeah. Yeah, I think people will play it. Maybe some more people will play it and actually do, like, the bare minimum missions just because Broly yeah. makes it so easy to do. But I don't think mm -hmm. those people, just because Broly is now even better than he was before, you could still use him to clear the World Tournament before. I don't think that's going to encourage people to go for the top, like, 1,000 or, you know, ranks like that yeah. just because yeah. he got an upgrade. So I feel like it's almost like if you could, if you compared it to Chain Battle, because the Chain Battle's done in, like, a percentage base, as more mm -hmm. people join and get lower scores, it can push you higher. Whereas, obviously, this doesn't matter because you're going for specific numbered ranks. So I feel like a lot of people mm -hmm. who will play who maybe wouldn't have played it just because they want to test out Broly, they're probably not going to bother trying to get like a ridiculously high rank. So it'll only yeah. affect the rankings like super low down. Mm -hmm. 
Did you guys summon on the easy? What is it? The extreme, extreme Z legendary banner. Did you guys summon? Uh, on that? I personally I did not, but I saw Ramsell's video and he got insane luck. It's it's just a legendary banner, but featuring the units that get easy A's, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I'm just surprised yeah. that there were other LRs on it. I really actually thought that it was only Broly. Yeah, the main difference is it's basically a legendary summon banner like yeah. any other, except it's but only less got six feature, feature units. Yeah, units. So technically, yep. if you wanted Broly, in terms of actual probability, it's uh, a better banner than any of the other normal legendary summon banners. But it is still a legendary summon banner so i decided to yeah i took a couple of shots out i think in total i did four moes and oh i did not God. pull and i did not pull anything good so yeah i pulled a bunch of featured units but they were all like in paragus who i already have rainbowed <laughs> uh and somebody else i can't remember but not not broly and not any other unfeatured lr so even though the odds are slightly better it's still a legendary summon banner so for most people it should be uh should be a skip it's like spraying a pile of poop with Febreze, it's still poop. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually on the opposite end here. I think it is a uh, decently worthwhile summon. Uh, four of the six units are pretty good. Goten is falling off a bit, but Broly and Paragus are good. Unfortunately, they don't have movie bosses, which I think they could have it added one day. Like the family Kamehameha units, uh, what, we're full power or something along the lines at some point. And the high school Gohan, or movie Gohan, is really, really good. And the rates should be just under one percent for each unit if they're split among the five percent so they have all like a point eight five something rate for each of them and with broly being a top five unit i'd say someone on broly before you would summon on like you know goten and trunks because i'd say he's better than them yeah. and basically the same rate if you somehow don't have broly of course yes yeah, i am yeah yeah this is probably like targeted to like middle players to you know long-term players because yeah even though if you if you're new to the game, that doesn't solve the issue of the EZA event, because that's that's a pretty tough event for any new player. Mm. And with the current banners out, there's no real way of pulling an additional card to help you out. There's no like LR Gohan on the banners, I believe. Uh, there's no like Go Bros right now. It's uh it it it's weird. It's like Go Freezer still, but the opposite direction. So like Go Freezer, you couldn't summon Go Freezer in like a good way. But you had the cards that you could summon at the time to complete the event. But now it's just the opposite. You can pull Brawly, but you can't summon the characters needed for the event. Mm -hmm. If you understand that, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. My only question is, why did JP wait until now to release this banner? Because a lot of people were expecting some sort of a banner for the Goku Frieza for the six-year JP anniversary. I feel like they could have made a lot of money had they dropped this back uh -huh. then. Why did mm -hmm. they do that? I think they just didn't want to like clutter people with like four different LR banners at once. So that's probably why they didn't do it. Is the Goku but, Frieza, um, does it have a higher chance of being pulled on this one since it is an LR EZA? Uh, I don't think so. I haven't looked. No? No, it's literally, it's just like a normal legendary summon it's just, banner. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So a random. nice thing about the banner though is that it opens up the uh, gold coin shop, so. No, I guess that's yeah, nice. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because didn't Turles get added with this banner coming out on JP? Yep. Yes. Yep. So, yeah, if you have 500 gold coins on JP and you don't have Turles, there you go. Best purchase. <laughs> and then you trade in your 100% already cards for more coins. Mm -hmm. Yeah, true enough. Great, great.
I wish I had 500 gold coins. I would have gotten the girls. I still don't have. <laughs> oh, damn. How can you be a professional lover of Kefla if you don't have the... I just don't have the LR. Hmm? So? Man. <gasps> Look, man, I've tried. It don't work. <laughs> Maybe I should revoke that title. I should come up with something else for you. <laughs> oh, man. The, the only thing level. I had over truth. You guys want to talk about something really hype? Let's talk about the easy A's that Global got for the hero extermination event. Oh, oh yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Ningen, what do you think about the new Int Super Saiyan Gohan and the AGL Kaioken Goku? Are they, are they worth talking about? Elaborate. Uh, In great I would detail. say Gohan is a bit better it, to talk about. Let's put it this way. I haven't done the Goku one yet. <laughs> same, same True. <laughs> Um, the Gohan I think is cool but like we talked about him obviously when he came out on JP I think mm -hmm. his easy A is kind of cool it doesn't make him top tier because unfortunately he shares the same name with some better versions um, which I guess doesn't matter as much now but well on JP his, that uh, don't matter yeah but his um, his easy A is interesting but I don't think he's anything too crazy and then of yeah. course the Kaioken Goku I know he's pretty decent but Unfortunately, I can't imagine many places where I would use him, which is why I still haven't done it yet because I've been too busy link trying to link level uh, Broly. So. Broly or Caroli? Because I saw that tweet. Both. Oh, Caroli's <laughs> on his way, don't you worry. That's level 10 links <laughs> showcase coming soon. <laughs> what Are there any other EZAs that have hit JP for the Hero Extermination event after this one? After these two? No, not that I know of. I don't think so. No, I think the last one was actually Gohan and uh, the Goku. So we're all caught up? Okay. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, uh, they're about uh, to shoot the same game. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's also talk about the elephant in the room. Chain battle. I know a lot of oh, people love chain it. Battle. Global I just love got it. the Super Saiyan 2 Gohan for chain mm -hmm. battle. I have not had the worst time in the world with this chain battle, but uh, how have you guys been doing? Uh, I'm currently so top 5%. Top five percent, yeah, like pretty good. Normally free to play, or free to play wise. Yeah, well, it doesn't really matter as long as you got LR Piccolo and you find the yeah, right friends. Beautiful, one hundred percent LR Piccolo. <laughs> I haven't been to only, only a few know about that one. Don't tell truth. <laughs> Wait, so what? What is the highest? Okay, J Fanta, I, I gotta know. What's the <laughs> highest you've ever ranked on a fully free to play chain battle run? Uh, when the world it, tournament. I, when it was world the world tournament, tournament what did uh, you do? I did top one. Really? Top one. Yeah. Wow. Because they're all free to play, so all like the good stuff. Okay, Pretty so then like outside of Yacha. that, what's the average percentage uh, that a free to play? Player? I get around like, depending on it, like 30, 40 percent. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> the really absurd, uh, like obscure ones are like the toughest, yeah. and it's it's a pain to get that one point five billion for the sticker no yeah definitely for sure tune her top one percent he's like oh are you gonna tell me that you get top five average and you're like no top 30. i wish top five average <laughs> top would be nice. yeah, top five average for free to play a non-summonable free to play is a miracle yeah it is actually a miracle <laughs> i guess yeah. that's the good thing about the fact that you're mostly using like the friends it's, it determines yeah. a lot of the score yeah. but Obviously, some of the special units you have to use as your attacker can really... Yep. Mm -hmm. but, 
But yeah, obviously we all know I hate it. I got super lucky. Uh, my first run, I got the hundred million. So oh, nice. I didn't have to worry Damn. about the score. I think um, you're. I think you're set if you're like one hundred five and above, right? And then yeah, yeah, I think my high score at the moment is one hundred five something. So um, hopefully I won't have to. Because I think I, apart from doing the next five to get the thirty overall, um, I think I've done all of the missions already. So yeah. I'm hoping that's enough to secure. Because I, I really don't want to play anymore. <laughs> and yet again, I, this, so this time, rather than saving up them up till the end, I've just been spending them as I got them. And yet again, I haven't got any good skill orbs out of it the whole time so far. Yeah, same. Last time I finished top 1%, and I think I got like two decent gold ones, and everything else was trash. So... Yeah, you know what? You know what sucks about those skills uh, now? With the arrival of the dual skill orbs. I keep thinking when I see the level three in the description that both of the skills are actually level three. Same. So mm. I quickly took an additional crit skill orb and I equipped it on one, onto one of my like premier LRs. And then I realized that the additional only went up by one and the crit went up by three when I wanted it to be the other way around, if anything. So yeah, I uh, I haven't been getting any real good orbs from, from Chain Battle as of late. Like uh, the past maybe for, three seasons, nothing. I think for the dual yeah. ones like that, where it's like crits and additionals, I think it's the one that's like in the top left is the one that's level three, and then the uh, bottom right's like the lower buffed up one. I could be wrong. I don't know. The good news is I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> who asked? Yeah, the addition of those <laughs> yeah, who asked? Ones, like, yeah, the addition of those dual ones, like there's the really good one, like the crit and additional, and obviously the chance of yeah, crit additional, free yeah. one of that is ridiculously low. But the problem is they yeah. added in all those other really bad ones as well, where it's like the healing and like yeah, super attack power up, and yep. it's just yet another gold orb you can pull that isn't one that you want. So. Do you guys use the level ones? Like level one for attack and defense at any no. unit. I do <laughs> no. sort of as a pity thing for units I never use. Oh wow. I mean, yeah, if I'm in like desperate need of stones and it's like, oh hey, use like fifty bronze and I'm at forty seven, I'm like, alright, what do I not use? Here's a level one dodge, I guess. That also brings up a good point. Do you feel like at this point, at this juncture in Dokkan's lifespan, skill orbs, while it's still relatively new, do you feel like they should be a little bit more generous with the more valuable skill orbs, or do you feel like it's at a good balance right now, where it's pretty—it's a pretty astronomical feat to actually pull a good one? They need to be more generous a little bit. Yeah, just yeah. a little more, more generous. I mean, to what end though, right? Because like every game mode that we play is pretty much doable, no items, first try without looking, right? So yeah, how 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 much of these skill orbs do you actually need, versus is it just the fact that you want to get good stuff, like you know? Yeah. I think at least have a farmable method. You know how they do like the category specific ones? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe more of those, but like not restricted to, to one per day, right? Yeah. Yeah, one run a week sucks. <laughs> yeah, none of that. One uh, unlimited runs. Anyone else have any final thoughts on skill orbs? Well, in the spirit of this being the Peton Battle Podcast, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this bite-sized version of the first half of the show. But don't go anywhere. We will be right back answering your questions right after this. BRB. <laughs> 
All right, what's going on, everybody? We have a few donuts before we go ahead and get started with the rest of the podcast. So we have uh, Gucciata's Art with a subscription for six months at Tier 1, uh, 5.9 Gaming Funny Clips with the 75 and 20 biddies, and then the Mass Ningan, whoever that guy is, for two or five months at Tier 1. Yeah, uh, he don't, no one cares about him. Uh, anyway, let's well, go ahead and the podcast. Damn. <laughs> he dipped. Well, that happened. All right, folks, a couple of days before the podcast, we like to throw out an announcement on Twitter, Discord, YouTube to let you guys know that the show is coming up, allowing you guys to post your questions. We look through them, we pick the best ones, and we answer them on air. So we'll start with our first question brought to us by Maverick. Maverick asks, what about a once a year thing where Dokkan allows us to build our own character with certain restrictions? So they would give us a set amount of passives to choose from, and we could make the unit ourselves. That'd be fun. That'd be hmm. that'd be really fun. That is not Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> I think you read it wrong, too. No, I didn't. You sure you didn't? I literally read Maverick, and that's why I asked you. <laughs> Wait, I'm confused. I, that seems right to me. <laughs> Professional streamers, by the way. Am I am I getting bamboozled? Like, what's going on? <laughs> you're, you're getting pranked. Alright, just just answer the question. Just answer the question. Yeah, I, I think it's cool. I mean, I, yeah. I've said, but when it comes to games in general, I've always been a big fan of games where you can create characters and stuff, so something like that would be interesting. Because um, it'll give you the opportunity, depending how broad they make it. Like, I'm assuming they, you'd only be able to pick, like, existing characters in the game, but it means you could take a unit that you really like as a character like say for example you really like super saiyan 3 broly so you're, you're kind of disappointed as a character i mean so you're very disappointed in the only two cards available in the game <laughs> if this yeah. kind of system let you pick a bunch of different passives and super attack effects and stuff you could put together and then you get to pick like which character the actual base card is then there you go you could make a good super saiyan 3 broly so something like that would be kind of cool honestly yeah same because like especially in the dragon ball heroes anime like I'm pretty sure some, if not most, people would actually want that Kaioken Blue Vegeta or the Super Saiyan Blue Gogeta that fought hard. Like, people would want to make cards of that. 100%. I feel like that's too much for a mobile game. Nah. Especially a, this type of a game. Mm. Maybe, but it would be cool. Yeah. The most I could see is if uh, Legends crossover happened and we could choose, like, Five different op options for Shallot. Like turn three, he turns Shallot. into Super Saiyan one, two, three, or blue, and each one is slightly different. Just skipping God, huh? Oh yeah, forgot about that. <laughs> you know, he doesn't Damn, have blue yet. Shaft. Whatever. Dang. It's not like you would use him anyway. That's true. Transforming once a turn. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the next question. Brought to us by Munchkim, who asks, "Do you guys think Dokkan should return to the leader skill meta?" of category plus typing. For example, Pure Saiyans key plus three, 170%, or Extreme Tech key plus three stats plus 130. I mean, we still kind of get that for units, but there's honestly nothing wrong with like having double categories. Like there mm -hmm. really isn't. Like it just gives a little bit more variety. Um, other options to choose, it just lets you have a little bit more fun, especially now with the same name update, just the quote unquote endless choices that you have for teams it just makes the game a little bit more fun and refreshing i think it would be good for um 
helping people out with like ESBR, for example. Yeah, like yeah, definitely for sure. Yeah, definitely. Because remember, they haven't started doing it full swing for a lot of units, but Janemba and PyCon yeah, do Pycon, actually yeah. have leader skills mm -hmm. like that, don't they? Because they have their category yeah. and yeah. Then the typing one. So I think something like that's cool because obviously, as we get more of those for the different typings, um, that would help you out quite a bit for the mono SBRs. But yeah, usually having two categories that gel together well. I think is probably better. I feel, I feel like that's the thing they should focus on if they're going to continue the category meta now is rather than keep making up new ones is just putting together interesting combinations of the mm -hmm. ones that already exist. Yeah. Because then that will make for the most interesting team building especially now with the same name update like in the mix as well. So. Just don't do special pose ever again. <laughs> that's going to happen. I mean, the thing is, Stop. if you look at, I, I haven't got the list right here, but like if you looked at who the best units are on special pose, there could be some other category that you could combine that with as a leader skill to then mm -hmm. make a really good team. So mm -hmm. something like that is what they should do to maybe maximize on some of those bad categories. All right, moving on to the next question brought to us by Kennedy, who asks, which small category would you guys want to buff with good leader skill units? For example, <laughs> I would really like a better inhumane deeds leader. Namekians. Well, there you go, special pose. <laughs> yeah, special pose. I was like, Danny, we just talked about it. It's like, hey, special pose. There's a, I would like a lot of free-to-play leaders. That'd be great. There's some <laughs> categories that just don't get a free-to-play lead or any lead that I can run. Yeah. Um, like Which full ones? power would be nice because you got Roshi now, Krillin, yeah. Demon King Piccolo. That's a really nice. Jay uh, wants a category that says Prime Battle what? category, like units that would be allowed to be brought into Prime Battles. That's what he wants. That'd be cool. For, so it's like the category. Actually, I mean, it is annoying to have to tag only. them because that's what I do now for Prime Battle. I tag them. Yeah. So yeah, that would be nice. I don't know if it would be a category though. Yeah. What are some other yeah, ones, so some of the smaller ones. So yeah, Inhuman Deeds is obviously a good one because we still don't have a Dokon Fest leader for that. Um, yeah, yeah. World Tournament still only has like a 120 leader and you'd have to figure that at yep. some point that's going to get a category stage for <laughs> Super Battle Road. So that'd be... Wait, Rapid what? Growth. Who's the lead for one... Wait, what? Who's the World Tournament lead? Uh, the in uh, Jackie Chun from the Dragon yeah. Ball Saga yeah. battle. So again... He's is, 70. Isn't he? Yeah. He's 70. He's 70. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, there you go. Unlucky. Yeah. <laughs> All that struggle. That would be Shows you how long it's been since I've used that team. <laughs> Whoever Does did, anybody I'm... use that team? <laughs> yeah. I think, oh, I, think I... I used it literally when I first got the Jackie Chun just for a laugh, but that's basically it. Yeah. Um Just looking at some of the other ones. You know what's funny? I use Jackie Chun, that unit and that team every single day. <laughs> do you know like that? Oh what for the world uh, you, you still know, do yeah, that Hercule tournament thing. I do every Is single any? daily mission every single day. Oh god. Oh my. Because I Dokkan responsibly, that's why. Yeah, but you can get more Zenny just by doing like the EZA farming and stuff. Like why No, I know, but it's a mission. It's yeah. a daily mission. Yeah. <laughs> I used to do you basically do you, all too. of them, but I don't I do that one anymore. Yeah, same. I do whichever one gives me a stone and then I'm done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's like, going on done. Hey, here's a hundred thousand zenny for the hundred million something you got. You know what's funny? I just realized a couple of days ago I lost my my daily streak. I think one of the updates messed me up. <gasps> I'm dun, at dun, dun. I'm at nine thirty six or nine thirty seven on days, and I'm on consecutive day ninety three. 
pain. And I've never not logged in every single day. So something happened, I think, during one of the updates, and I lost it. Damn. You know what's funny? That's... I don't even care. <laughs> <That's the best laughs> part. I, I thought I would. I thought I would. I was like, I'm not sure how I feel about this. And like 10 seconds later, I'm just like, I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. You're like, nice, oh, ma wait, why do I care? Yeah. Yeah, mine's been different for a, a long time now. I broke I broke my phone when I'd only been playing the game for like 150 days or something. And so I've mm -hmm. logged in every day since then. And my overall logins, I'm pretty close to hitting 1700. But my consecutive is like... 1400 and something so it's yeah. really off-putting every time yeah. it comes up. I mean, it's just like you're never gonna see it right so it doesn't matter but that's the thing people always complain about the consecutive thing like whenever there's an extended maintenance you always yeah. see people like freaking oh, out yeah. about their consecutive logins even though the consecutive one doesn't really give you anything Honestly, i think it's only yeah. like is, oh, is it like every 10 one. to 20 days or something and then it's literally just repeated the same do you, do you, do you know how much people would rage if something actually like <laughs> substantial was given to like a yeah. thousand day consecutive oh yeah then oh, yeah, people would be big mad be yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but you know what i'm actually i'm strongly convinced that a lot of people lost their consecutive bonus during one of the updates and they just never knew about it because you only ever see it once a day and that too mm. you skim through it pretty fast when you're logging in right yeah mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure a lot of other people lost their consecutive day as well. Is that one of the things they added with that update on JP? You know, when you could see, like, your most used units and stuff? Wasn't that a thing you could see your login total? Oh, maybe. As well? I don't know. That's, I that's think. Yeah, that's why I can't remember. I'm sure somebody said mm -hmm. that was one of the things you could check alongside, like, the favorite units and stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> true enough. Anyway. Let's go back uh, to more questions brought to us by JRPG Fan, who asks, How do you guys feel about Dokkan's summoning system in general? Other gotchas I play, I find to be more generous with their summoning. But I'd really like to hear your thoughts on this. <laughs> Sorry if it's been asked before. They Isn't Dokkan pretty generous itself? Uh, kind of. Mm, they could stand to throw in a pity system for yeah, a, a pity unit. System for sure, definitely. Imagine if you're in True Shoes, right? Like... Let's go back to LR Goku and Frieza. 9,000 stones for the last copy. I can guarantee he would have done backflips to do only 2,000 for that last copy. Maybe it doesn't have to be that, but still, you know? Like, why? Let's give us a pity system. Wouldn't hurt. Yeah, because even if it was a significant amount, it's still better than nothing. Mm -hmm. Um But yeah, I don't know. It's the only main one that I play other than Grand Cross. And, uh... It's, uh, I got in trouble with Grand Cross YouTubers the other day because I made a tweet saying that, uh, everybody likes to say how much more generous than Dokon Grand I Cross is with their free currency, except you constantly get multis of like 10 Oz. And, that, and that's why they get that. basically. Like, I saw them like, this went on for an hour on Twitter from one tweet. <laughs> I mean, I kind of, I mean, I kind of threw my shade in there a little bit too with like how much I save, but that's Go about ahead, it. Just... Oh yeah, true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Definitely. And they do have the P, so Yeah, exactly. It works both ways. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's also like a generally standardized gotcha system that all the games kind of have to follow. So like where the rates the the basis for their rates are essentially the same. There's little variations here and there so that one company can separate their game from another, right? 
Because essentially, I it's all basically so. kind of fundamentally operated the same way. Mm-hmm. You've got X amount of units, X amount of rates. Yeah. If, if the rates seem good, it's because the trade-off is in some other capacity, something else. Yeah. It's kind of all just an illusion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, true. I, think I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't I like. I. Yeah, I don't like calling the coin system a pity system yeah, because you can't out. get. There's no way to get the new unit, and that's normally what people mean when yeah. they talk about a pity yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. I think the right, issue is just how many cards oh, there are, actually. Mm. In general, for Dokkan being six years old, there's just too many cards. True. That's what yeah. really hurts. They gotta sift through that and clean it up a bit, I feel. Alrighty, shall we move on to the final question? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Last question brought to us by Aiden. Aiden asks, do you guys think they will ever add an extra link system? If you look at unit links, there are three link-shaped gaps where additional links could be added. Perhaps units can get more links that they should have. Would wait. Perhaps units can get more links that they should have. Would explain why recent units have links left out. LR, Royal Blue, Super Saiyan Link. Um, I mean, it wouldn't be necessarily be a bad thing. Like, it could make some like even older units like a little bit better, but I don't think anyone wants to grind another three links on a unit, to be fair. <laughs> I would think, if anything, an LR should have one extra link. Yeah, yeah, True. to make it eight, yeah, that'd be yeah. fair. Yeah. Like, Other than have... that, I don't think they need to mess with it. Yeah, if anything, they could just make Legendary Power that eighth special one for an LR and then just have, like, yeah. the other seven. thoughts yeah i think the link the link just the link level update itself was such a massive thing and it did make a lot of older links that weren't very good a lot better so i feel like that's probably the only thing they'll do in terms of the link system i do like that idea of the uh, legendary power just being like a bonus one though because that would uh, that would definitely help out lrs because that is a good example the one in the question because there is a few LRs that are missing a link that either they should have or just for some LRs, even the possibility of then giving them an extra key link would improve their overall performance massively if that legendary power was like a bonus one. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think the update is probably the best we're going to get in terms of links, at least for now. Alrighty. With that, we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Huge shout-out to Hydros for manning the boards, keeping the stream afloat, as always. Appreciate you, man. Don't forget to follow us over on Twitch, Twitter, join the YouTube, subscribe, all that stuff everywhere. You know what to do. Just click all the links everywhere, fully lock into the 5.9G network today. And if you miss any part of the show, fear not, all of your favorite podcasting platforms have you covered. Google, Apple, Spotify, and many more. Subscribe and do not skip a beat. 
Join us right here tomorrow for our next episode of the Dragon Ball Legends podcast. For the Mass Ningen, Jay Fanta, Sly, Kensei, and Troco, I'm Toonrami. Thank you once again for watching. Stay tuned. Always remember to Dokkan responsibly. Bye-bye. Thank you.